So here's the thing, entrepreneurs, leaders, salespeople, we all want to create consistent, repeatable, and scalable ways to grow our business and our income. And we want to do it better, faster, and more seamlessly. Why? So we can actually enjoy our lives, take vacations, and spend the quality time we want with the people that we love. How do we do all this without spending a fortune or running ourselves ragged? That's the big question, and this show is dedicated to the answer. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. Uh, today, we're talking entrepreneurship and really lessons from a great startup. So uh, Geraldine Schumacher, congratulations. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. So um, so I just want to acknowledge, right, uh, founder and CEO of Holy Matcha, the first matcha cafe in San Diego. Is there another now? And second. And second. I have a second child. Okay. You have a, oh, we're definitely going to talk about business and babies, but or businesses <laughs> that are babies. Um, so first of all, welcome. But I want to start by asking you, because I, I, you know, just kind of doing my research, how in the world does an accountant go from accounting to I'm going to become an entrepreneur and start a matcha cafe in San Diego? Please give us the backstory. That's the billion dollar question of last century and this century as well. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, you know, I never dreamt of owning a business. Mm -hmm. Wasn't a dream, wasn't a goal. Mm -hmm. I just knew I had to go to college, yeah. get a job, mm -hmm. work, make money, yeah. reproduce, yes. yada, yada. Yeah. And it was until I was doing what I thought I was supposed to do. Mm -hmm. And I hit that millennial problem where I don't like my life. Yeah. I don't like what I'm doing. Is this yeah. going to be me for the rest of my life? Mm -hmm. Yada, yada, you know, did the complaining. Sure, sure. But I had been drinking matcha since I was in college, since I was 21. So yeah. it's fair to say now, people are going to know, no, I've been drinking matcha for 10 years now. You are the matcha queen. Is what yes. Yes. And yes. so what annoyed me, so everything with me starts from an annoyance. Mm -hmm. It's not I wish it could come from a dream yeah. or like, I yeah, want to yeah, do yeah. this. But I was annoyed because San Diego is plagued with coffee shops. Yes. Amazing coffee shops, mm -hmm. breweries, bars, restaurants, you yes. name it, we probably yes. have it. Yeah. They care a lot about making coffee when you order it and whatnot, but there's mm -hmm. no matcha. Yeah. Nobody cares. I, I mean, I'm putting words in their mouth where nobody yes. cares, but maybe yes. there's just no interest. And so I thought... Here I am mm -hmm. struggling going to coffee shops for the ambience, for the music, yes. for meetings, connections, yep. inspiration, mm -hmm. get out of my little box. Yep. But I need to request water and I prep my matcha right there. Yeah. This this is impossible. Yes. This can't be. Yes. And then the question popped in my brain. Oh my goodness. What if I do a matcha cafe? Mm -hmm. So I saw that hole in the market. I'm just gonna do it. It, it was that easy. It, it, that's how, I mean. Okay, like the origin thought is always that easy, but starting a business isn't that easy. The thought easy. It was easy. I can think, yes. I think a lot of things. Yes. So the thought yes. was easy. In the moment, I had no idea what I had to do or yeah. the entire tsunami I had yes. to surf. Yes. Until I was going step by step. But I guess you can say innocence is bliss because I didn't know how how tough it would be. Yeah. So every single hurdle I was saying, I was like, okay, this is it until I got another one. Okay, this is it. Yes. But it all started from an annoyance and me being upset that there wasn't, you know, proper matcha available. And yes. I was just like, you know what? Screw this. I'll just do it myself. Do you know that's how Walt Disney started his company? I heard. Yeah, same thing. He said, took his daughter to an amusement park and, and basically going around on the little merry-go-round. She, she was on a horse that didn't jump and had chip paint. And he said, what would it be like to have a park where all the horses jumped and there was no chip paint? And that was the origin story of then what became like, Disney. I'll just do it myself. Yeah, right? So, so I mean, it's a, it's a very classic uh, entrepreneurial mindset. Here's a problem. I want to solve it. And, and, you know, so many of us, when we start, we really don't know what we're doing. Like the sort of the, <laughs> the, the, the metaphors, we take our hat off, we throw it over a fence. And we know if we don't go over that fence and get it, our parents are going to like be really upset. So we figure out a way to get over the fence. So I want to talk about, first of all, what is matcha for the people that have no idea what we're talking about? Matcha is powdered green tea. Okay. So powdered Literally, green tea. Literally powdered green tea. Origin though, Japanese or? Well, if you want me to get a little nerdy, ma a little matcha, matcha nerdy. started yeah. in China. Okay. It originated in China. Then a Buddhist monk went to China and said, you know what? I'm going to take this back to my country, Japan, yeah. yep. and I'm going to do it my way. So we yeah. make matcha the Japanese way. Got it. 
But anyway, and how is that different from the Chinese way? The Chinese way, I think they steep the leaves mm-hmm. in the hot water and then they drink it. Where mm-hmm. the Japanese way is, they grind the leaves, stone yeah. mill mm-hmm. ground, mm-hmm. and then you mix that with hot water. But you have to whisk it. Got it. Turn it, turn it into a froth, and then you sip it. Got it. Is so there we, a better way, or is it like do you do both in your cafes? Oh no no no! Straight Japanese. Straight Japanese only. Straight Japanese. Okay. Sorry Chinese. Sorry. No matcha. No matcha <laughs> for you. Very careful. Yes. I'm yes. very very careful with. I yes. know, but we do the Japanese way, which is now popular now. For I matcha. love it. So so obviously, just talking, you know, entrepreneurship here. You know, you've got two locations now. You've got six employees. You've got a grow a growing social you know following. You've got articles in Forbes. Um, but take us back to the very beginning, like the that moment of okay, I'm starting. Like. What did you start with first? Did you come up with like a product idea first? Or did you go like, we need to go lease our space? You know, how are we gonna charge the money? What about branding? What about marketing? What about trademark? What about what about all that stuff? How did you work through it all? I, I sat in a very quiet place in my parents' backyard, which is where I got the idea, where mm-hmm. the idea was birthed. And I, I think the first hour once I thought of doing the matcha cafe, I thought, it has to be called holy matcha. I knew it had to have matcha in it. Yeah. Holy because I say holy shit a lot of times. People yeah. know how to spell it. H-O-L-Y, it's four yeah. little words, yeah. not not difficult. Yeah. And when I started talking to people and they were like, that sounds so weird. Why would you call it holy? Weirdness sticks. Absolutely. I didn't want yes. to, I, I wanted to stick out like a sword yeah. where Average usually, doesn't. Right. And so yeah. I thought like this was my survival mechanism. But yeah. in the moment now that I look back, I wasn't aware that unconsciously I was freaking out inside, but I didn't want to show it. So yeah. I had to go turbo mode of holy matcha. I love pink. Make it pink. The pink correlates very beautiful with the green. Should I go for sole proprietor? Did research? No, actually, mm-hmm. that's really bad. Even though it's cheaper, yeah. that's not good for me. Yep. So I went for LLC at the moment mm-hmm. and, you know, just started googling honestly i googled everything i was petrified to ask someone for advice as i thought why because i thought why would they one have give me the time of day mm-hmm. just go up to someone like hi can you please help me for this i'm yeah. not should i have an llc or an escort i'm not <laughs> one and it goes to the way i was raised i'm not one to ask for help and it's not a pride thing it's just all i've known my entire life mm-hmm. if you want something you figure out you make it mm-hmm. you get it mm-hmm don't ask for it. So yeah. only thing I asked for was I went down to the health department. I went down to the city and mm-hmm. just asked them like, okay, I want to start a cafe. What do I need? You need a business tax license. Yeah. You need a yes. seller's permit. You need a yes. this and this. And I was writing it down. Okay. And how can I go about it? Ma'am, you go on the website. I pay a lot of taxes. Can you please help me out? Like, give me a break. Like, it's just me. Yeah. So I would push and push. Mm-hmm. And I think that that built a lot of resilience and grit. Yeah. Because I, like I said, it's not like I woke up one day being like, I'm going to go all in and I'm, it was just my survival of getting rejections or not knowing what to do. I had to figure it out. So yeah. a lot changed because the idea was birthed in August 2016 and I opened my first location in March 2017. So it went by really, really quick. Really quick. Yeah. Now, were you still working as an accountant during yes. this time? I quit my job mid-October once things started getting too heavy and I needed to be at the construction site and Geraldine this and this Geraldine this and this Geraldine we need this permit Geraldine I was gonna ask you um tell me about your first lease agreement uh that was it was a lot of fun I negotiated and I still think I could have negotiated that better now that I have experience it went really well I I'm a firm believer that you never take the first offer. Mm-hmm. Everything's negotiable with numbers and whatnot. You want to triple yep. check at your receipts. It was very, very well. I that was the accountant coming out of you right there, by the way. Uh, naturally, I, yeah. it was. You yeah. have to make sure what what's on the left balances on the right. Yes. I mean, yes. it's just, for me, it's common sense. But yes, I guess it's my background. It was a lot of fun. It was my first uh, contractor agreement. That mm-hmm. was the first slap in the face because I got dumped on December 1st, 2017. I am scarred. It was a little bit before 5 a.m. And like I said, and I don't even think one used to have an accounting background. I think it's just common sense where someone says, this is $7 and it's gonna take me this much time. Okay, can you show me the receipts of where you back up that number? And when I asked the contractor, when he gave me his huge number, 
okay, can I see the breakdown? Yeah, I'd like an itemized breakdown of your work right. and, you know, hours because and Because maybe, you know, maybe instead of using fancy four mm -hmm. by fours, mm -hmm. maybe can you give me another option? I've been to yeah. Home Depot. I know there's a lot of options. Yeah. yeah. And so he didn't like that. So mm -hmm. the next day he emailed me in the morning. Well, I woke up at 5 a.m. and I had his email saying that my business wasn't going to succeed. This was a failure. He's too busy. He has million dollar projects already lined up. This is basically... This is never going to work out. Yeah. This is just a stupid little dream, yeah. yada, yada. He had my health plans. He has still had some plans mm -hmm. of mine. He's like, let me know when we can meet on site so I can give you your plans. I, I'm really busy. Yeah. So I was crying and crying and crying and crying. And a little moment where I am now comfortable sharing is I accepted his offer right there and then because I was freaking out. I was like, okay, you know what? I'm sorry for, and I said, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for asking for an itemized receipt, you know, I, whatever, whatever it is, I, I want to do business with you. Mm -hmm. Let's just move forward. He still rejected me. And so I felt like a complete failure because mm -hmm. it's like, what am I supposed to do now? Yeah. So I sent my now husband, then boyfriend to the shop because I couldn't bear the thought of seeing him because then my inner Mexican was going to come out and I wanted to kill him. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so now, now I'll just go to his page with a thank you and goodbye. Now yeah. I don't care. But back yeah. then I just felt so bad. I had sure. never been, I had never been in a situation like that. So my boyfriend, when he got the plans and while he was doing that, I'm at home Googling contractors and contractors later that afternoon, three or 4 PM, got a meeting with the contractor, jumped on the phone, met with him the next day, signed a contract with him the next day. So, you, yeah. Funny thing about it is that the actual contractor I went with was even more expensive than the first one. Interesting. I, I mean, I was thinking <laughs> of how many times I've dealt with builders and contractors, or, you know, whether it's like in a building like this or, you know, building a house. And when you ask that question and they don't have the answer or they're frustrated by it, I think everyone listening to their probably natural inclination is, oh, he was totally taking advantage of her. He was really overcharging her or, you know, like that. I it's mean, a safe assumption, right? I was pressed on time. But yeah. then when they presented their contract to me, it had a breakdown of all the prices. Yep. And it just they just made me I was like, OK, this is a lot more than what I expected. Yeah. But I appreciated yes. the breakdown. Yes. And I needed to move because time is money for me yep. so I needed to move fast yes. and it had a project it, it was just very well formulated and I said okay I'm so happy I'm going at this again yeah let's move and we moved beautifully so let's talk about two more things in the opening um, before we actually get to the opening um, what about the actual creation of the product and then who financed this whole thing? Did you did you raise money from outside, like friends and family? Did you do outside capital? Did you refinance your house? What did you do? Right, so the matcha goes back a long way because my boyfriend's college roommate was mm -hmm. from Japan. Mm -hmm. And when he got married, he invited us to his wedding in Tokyo. Love it. And so of course, I have to go. I wasn't invited, but I was like, yeah. I have to go. Yes. I love tea. Yes. Yeah. That's where, I fell in love not just with the tea itself, but also got much more appreciation for the culture yes. and yes. loved, loved everything about that city mm -hmm. and went to a traditional tea ceremony, loved everything, got the grower's number so mm -hmm. I can WhatsApp him because San Diego didn't have any yep. of this type of matcha. And so that's where I had my connection. Got it. The, which was easy because mm -hmm. I kept on buying from him directly, PayPaling him and sure. whatnot. So when I, once I wanted to start the business, I had to go back to Japan and meet with him face to face because the way Japanese do business, it's not so much like, here's a million dollars, give me something. Yeah. There's a lot of respect. Yes. You go, you come to him and you come bearing gifts. You yes. meet face to face. Mm -hmm. And so. How did you learn all that? Well, my, my culture, I'm Mexican. So in my culture, it's a little bit like that. Mm -hmm. It's very important when you meet face to face and you bring a gift when you meet with a family members yes. or in-laws, so it's important. Yes. But the Japanese, I did a lot of research. Yeah. I do research Smart. before I go in Smart. because I care. If yeah. I don't care, I won't do research. Yeah. But if I care, I will do my research. Yeah. And so when I went over there, I told him, kindly asked, he stayed quiet. And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> what is he thinking? He said, okay. He asked me how many kilo bags I would need. He gave me a number. I was like, okay, I will take this number. I will email you and let you know if it works mm -hmm. for me because then I had to go back and get all my finances in line. Mm -hmm. So the way I was able to finance it was I poured in all of my savings and I got a small SBA loan. Good for you. So it was 
the best thing I could do in that moment. That's why I was crazy budgeting. That's mm -hmm. why with my first contractor, I wanted the, that itemized list because where are you, where are you getting this number from? Mm -hmm. Like, can wood really be that expensive? How much is wood? So I had to budget everything. I had to like, okay, maybe we need to cut corner here. Maybe we need to cut a corner over here, but I can't cut corners on the actual product. Yeah. So that's where my accounting background really did help. But then I felt a lot of pressure to open as soon as possible because sure. I, I don't like loans. Well, I, yeah, you're, you're, I need, you're carrying I need, debt I need and you're to burning money. I need yeah. to open. Yep. And so yeah. I opened a month late. Okay, before we get to the opening though, <laughs> <laughs> um, so a good friend of mine started a company called Nectar Juice. Yes. I don't know if you're familiar with them, yeah. like 150 locations. He's actually gonna be on my podcast next week. Um, so I, I have some insight on what it takes to create and package a product like this. Um, did you know all about this before? You, no, you knew, you I knew just about the launched tea. this in November. Okay, so, but in the, in the cafe, is it done the traditional way? Hot yes. water? Okay, so that's different. So, so I'll hold off on this. Let's go back to the opening then. So the night before the opening, I was a mess. Yeah. Why? I was freaking out. You weren't just excited? Like I want to no. sleep, spend the night there and no. just wake up and let's go. No. And I, hey, did you do any pre-marketing? I started the Instagram in September, 2016, but that was just because I knew Instagram and I liked Instagram personally. Yeah. But the Facebook, the Twitter and all that, I didn't have any of that. I was just posting pretty things on Instagram and. Yeah. Cause I like Instagram. But, but you know, the neighborhood, no. Right? They had like nobody knew. I mean, they were watching construction and then a sign went up. They just then, saw a pink building going up. Oh, yeah. what is this? Oh, it's a mod. I was being very quiet. Okay. Uh, Intentionally? Yeah. Just Why? very just very quiet because I was very shy. Okay. I was very shy. That neighborhood, I was new to it. It's in it was in North Park. Mm -hmm. And I was new to it. I didn't know anybody. So I was like, Hi, what is this gonna be? Oh, it's a matcha cafe. What's matcha? Green tea. Yeah. Um so yeah, I was very quiet. I'm I'm a very quiet person. So three years ago, I would not have been able to do this podcast. Yeah. Because I was so embarrassed to speak English because it's my second language. Mm -hmm. And so I was very in my shell. Sure. It was until the opening that I had no other option but to get out of that shell. Yeah. The alter ego shows up again. Yes, a friend of mine wrote it a book called The Alter there Ego. Sometimes. Yes. Yes. Okay, so so opening day, what was it like? I blacked out. <laughs> really? Too much tea? I don't remember opening day. <laughs> I remember the night before I was crying. Yeah. The night before was when everything was ready to go. Everything yeah. was beautiful. Yeah. I was just all my doubts and insecurities sure. that I kept in mm -hmm. for six and a half months mm -hmm. finally came out the night before. Yes. It was just a lot of crying. Did I do the right thing? Did I price this out correctly? Oh my God, is this right? I was just, just because I love something so much does not mean it's going to work out. What if I invested all this money into it? What if it doesn't work? I was just no all one, the No doubts. one told you about product market fit and all that stuff? No. 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 I just went for it and hoped for the best yeah. and never once questioned myself throughout the entire process until the night before is when I questioned myself, what am I doing? Did I do this? Did I think this through? That's when I just questioned myself and I was just a wreck. Yeah. Did you sleep? No. Yeah. No. Okay. So the doors open. Who was the first customer? I don't remember. I had a line down the block. Really? It curved around the block. Really? And that freaked me out so much. That's a positive freak but out then, though. I guess. And, and then I had these employees who I barely knew and that I had trained. And I was like, do you know how to explain matcha? Do you know how this and this? Okay. And then I figured if I'm freaking out, they're going to see it. And then yeah. they're gonna be freaking oh, out. Yeah. So I had to kind of like swallow it and be like, are you okay, Joe? Are you ready? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What time did you open? Like five, 5.30, something we, like that? No, we opened at 10 a.m., which was so late. Yes. Which was yes. so late. But we yeah. opened at 10 a.m. And I remember when I got there at 8 a.m., there was already a line. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I was not expecting this at all. That's great. But it was such a crazy crazy i i did not expect that i expected maybe a couple people yeah. coming in yeah slow start soft to opening them, talking to every single yeah. person yep. no yeah it was madness yeah. i got i have a, an actual photo that my facialist took of me while because I, I had to jump in the bar and actually help with the drinks mm -hmm. i was wearing a pink shirt and i had matcha all over i was just yeah it was bad yeah it was 
bad. Tie-dye. And, and then my mother was like, Geraldine, like, as the owner, you should not be dirty. I was like, Mom, we needed help. Like, it was just n- nothing that I had expected. Yeah. Versus now, I dress in all black. Okay. I don't wear pink it's when e- I work. It's easier. It is easier. Yes. Some people and if you get spilled on, no one knows. They, ca- they can't tell, but with the pink, it's like it's a gorgeous mess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all right, let me hit you with some business questions. Biggest mistake you made in the first year? After launch, biggest mistake you made? Biggest mistake. I guess I didn't, even before I launched and during the, the first couple of months during launching, like I said, I was very quiet. I didn't really connect with neighboring businesses. Mm. I really didn't reach out to other people, but I know why I didn't do it now. Oh my gosh, I can go by any shop and just introduce myself, talk, bring them more chat. Yeah. I, I guess I just was so into my head and it was because I was hiding all these emotions of mm-hmm. doubt and whatnot, mm-hmm. but I wish I would have been much more open and could tell myself it's going to be okay, but you need to do this. Yeah. And sometimes I think like what could have happened or how much more traffic could I have had if I would have done that? You know, there's always that if, Yeah. but I do look at myself and how I started and how, where I'm at right now. And I really am proud that I've kind of like jumped out of my shell for sure and for been sure. able to you know now i'm open to podcasts now i'm open to talking to people I'll come in and sit down where before i'd be like oh my gosh no i don't know you <laughs> but you know it's interesting so a lot of the listeners uh can relate to this because whether they got into real estate sales or you know became an entrepreneur or whatever you know whatever line of business that they're yeah. in you know it's first of all starting anything new you're nervous you're in your head oh my god i'm not comfortable i'm at a new office a new environment or a new business but in this case if you don't put yourself out there if you don't have outreach in your local community first of all you're going to offend all your neighbors right, right. like hey who's the new girl that like, exactly thinks she's too hot shit and want to you know want him come talk to us like there's all those issues um but how did you discover it was a problem and what did you do to get over it i immersed myself with working the bar and just talking to people. So for me, it was a language situation Mm -hmm. where I've never, and this goes back to like grade school, I've always hated speaking English, Mm -hmm. never liked it. Mm -hmm. I would go to detention when I was in high school with the nuns because I would be speaking Spanish. So here I'm coming into this neighborhood and I don't like speaking English, but I'm opening a business here. Mm -hmm. It's all English. And even some customers thought like, oh my God, the owner's so stuck up. The owner's so, so I would see this. It's like, no, I'm just so shy and I'm so embarrassed to speak English to you. That's yeah. why. Yeah. So again, people are, I've learned how people will never give me the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. It's always easy to judge and assume the worst. Yep. So I took that full on and I put myself out there to work the register, yes. which yes. I love because that's perfect practice talking to someone. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm very well. Thank you so much for asking. You know, get that flowing, exactly. going over to the tables. How's everything? And talking mm-hmm. and introducing myself. So yep. that really pushed me out of my comfort zone. Yes. And it not only helped me, but it also helped everyone else around me to see, oh, we always thought you were like so stuck up, but mm-hmm. we didn't know it was because you were shy. They yeah. never thought that. Exactly. And then I realized it's okay to network. It's okay yes. to put yourself out yes. there. And then I started going to more networking events and mm-hmm. putting myself out there and going alone and, hi, nice to meet you. I used to be a little bit shy to say, when they would ask me, oh, what do you do? Oh, I own a matcha cafe. What's it called, holy matcha? Oh my God, and then I would be shy. Yeah. Now I'm proud of it. Yeah. So definitely putting myself out there out of my comfort zone really did help me. So I know that a lot of my listeners right now, like that's that's like talking open houses and prospecting for real estate agents. Like yes. if you don't put yourself out there, like you don't make any money. Right, like period, end of story. Well, you gotta you talk to people. Well, you can have the best, in- another yeah. thing that I live by, you can yeah. have the best intentions in the world. Yeah. But if you don't put put it out there, it's like you don't have any intentions at all, good or bad. Exactly, it's, exactly. You have to do something about it. Yeah. And if you don't do it, who cares what's in your head yeah. or what's in your yes. heart? It's what yes. you put out there that matters. Bingo, bingo. So, Kay. I learned. Hey, are you on my VIP list? From the Tom Ferry Show to my podcast to all my blogs, I'm creating a ton of content specifically to help entrepreneurs like you take your business to the next level. So when you join my list, you're going to get everything delivered straight to your inbox. It's completely free to join. And when you do, I'll even send you like a one-time use promo code to save 15% on any upcoming event you want to go to. All you got to do is just go to tomferry.com forward slash VIP. That's 
tomvery.com, you should know how to spell it by now, forward slash VIP, to make sure you get all the latest information as I'm publishing it. Thanks so much, and I'll see you soon. Hey, it's Tom Ferry. Question, what's your favorite social media platform? Are you big on Insta? Do you love to tweet? No matter where you answer, I'd love for you to connect with me there. All you gotta do is just type in at Tom Ferry and follow and let's you and I connect. I wanna be able to deliver the right content, the right ideas, the ways to help you grow your business, stay fired up, keep moving, be in action and run plays that work and the platform that matters most to you. So subscribe and I'll see you there soon. Let's talk marketing for a second. I mean, your branding is fantastic. Thank you. Right? Branding is amazing. It's important, right? It's eye-catching. Yes. Um, marketing actually makes the, the cash register ring. So what worked in terms of marketing? What didn't work in terms of marketing? Um, everything... Networking seems to have worked, but does that drive people to the room? Like, does it get people to show up? Does what it get people to really buy tea? helped was the Instagram and it's mm -hmm. something that I call a beautiful mistake. Yeah. Because I started the Instagram early on, not because this is going to go famous, this is going to go viral. You know, I like this program, so I'm going yeah. to use a program that I feel yeah. comfortable using. Yeah. Yep. And once I opened, I was wondering, what are people gonna think? Maybe are they gonna like these were my fears the night before. Yeah. But then when everybody was coming in taking selfies, taking photos, people mm -hmm. wanting to rent out the space for yeah. parties, I was like you like it too. So yeah. that really did help me was presenting an experience, not just mm -hmm. an item, not just a service. We all do services like coffee shops are yes. plagued all over San Diego, but it's yes. also offering the customer an experience. So I caught that early on within the first week. Mm -hmm. Music selection is very yes. important. Scent is very important. Yes. yes. Atmosphere is very important. The lighting is very important. Mm -hmm. I mean, I music is very important. Even everything is very important. It's yes. an experience. Yes. That's what sets you apart from your neighbor, from any other person out there with their own business. So then the branding and the marketing, everything is through Instagram. And mm -hmm. I always hone down on the branding. And I look at it and it's like, is this easy for me to understand? Is it too busy? Is it too this and this, so I overanalyze everything, mm -hmm. over critique it. Mm -hmm. When others are like, it's fine, it works. I don't like fine. Geraldine though, but you ask good questions because when you look at a lot of people's marketing, it's way too busy, right? right. There's not enough white space or pink space, right? It's, right. Not, it's not clean. They're trying to throw everything at you all at once and then they wonder why they get no response. Well, for starters, like this got launched mm -hmm. in November, so mm -hmm. I wasn't in this bubble yet. In the yes. beginning, it was just the menu. Yes. And I love the in and out style where it says it's easy, it's yeah. simple, they focus on yep. a couple items, but they do it tremendously really well. amazing. Yes. That's what I wanted. Yeah. I wanted a very clean, easy to read menu. Mm -hmm. So everything was the Geraldine way, the way I wanted this. Because yeah. I don't yeah. have any any previous experience, yes. so yes. I was only going by how would I'm I'm thinking as a diva, how do I want to see this? Yeah. So that's the way I took it. And yeah. I was just hoping for everyone to like it. And yeah. so luckily it worked. Did you get some so early I, feedback with the things that they didn't like? Um, they didn't like that I have dairy free options. Everybody wants milk. Mm -hmm. They didn't like that I don't have refined sugar. You know, you know, it's just the market. Yeah. A couple of things, but no one has ever said that I'm aware of. I mean, people have said it's too pink. Sure. But that's the whole point of it. Yeah. Why? Matcha is not is matcha is matcha <laughs> pink? I think that they're just used to everything being a little bit neutral, which is fine. Yeah. But yeah. I thought if this Beige. is going to be my child, yeah. I'm gonna dress up my child the way I want my child to look like. Yeah. So there's definitely there's a lot of feedback, but the ninety five percent of it mm -hmm. is positive. Yeah. And it fuels me. I love it. All right, let's go a totally different direction. Do you ever feel like quitting? No. Not once. No. Not once. No. You ever miss payroll? No. Okay. How do you handle marketing, finance, legal, leases, HR, payroll? Who does it all? Me. How do you do all that? And and do you work the counter as well? Yes. Well, I'm not there right now, but I was sure. there yesterday. At this, I mean, I can get really deep into this. Yes. I come from it's all the way i was raised yeah so my dad has a phd he's a doctor mm -hmm. surgeon my mother is an accountant she has her mba yep. my three older brothers are doctors mm -hmm. so i had a lot of pressure yeah no excuses yeah. yeah so it's you want something you figure it out 
doesn't matter if you care about someone, but if you don't mm -hmm. put it out there, it yep. doesn't matter if you care about them or not. Yeah. So I was raised very strict in a very strict culture, very demanding. So an excuse of, oh, I can't take this or, oh my God, I'm just so stressed and overwhelmed, I can't do this, that. I mean, I would get slapped yeah. if I would ever say that. So it's possible, it just, I'm, I'm just not lazy. Yeah, well clearly. I, I, I'm just not lazy and so I vent. Mm -hmm. Okay. I vent, I complain yes. a little bit. To who? But I to my husband and to my mother. Yeah. They they are I mean What I'm, about your employees? Don't you complain to them? No, it's a different aspect. Sometimes I'm, I'm, I do I'm razzing you, but no, sometimes yeah, yeah, yeah. sometimes I do yeah. just to show because yes. for me it's very important to be authentic and to not have people think that I have it all together or yeah. that I'm always happy. For me, it's very mm -hmm. important to show people that, listen, I am very, very stressed. I have all this stuff I'm dealing with, mm -hmm. but I'm still pushing through. Yeah. Because for me, it's not just about having employees pay them, shut up, do your time, get out of here. Yeah. It's for me to actually build strong humans. Mm -hmm. So if someone's gonna work for me, they're mm -hmm. going to be inspired and they're gonna mm -hmm. come in, not weak, yeah. but so-so, and then once they leave, they're going to come out with a different perspective of, wow, like, I thought I had it this bad, but I can, you know, be more hustlers, be more pushers. Yeah, so I can do more. That to me is very important. So I mm -hmm. just don't see them as numbers on my payroll sheet. Mm -hmm. I see them as people that represent me, people that represent my brand. And so yes. it's very important for me to also connect with them and mm -hmm. show them, mm -hmm. you know, I'm dealing with this, but hey, I still showed up. We're still killing it and hope that it inspires them as well. Yeah. So that to me is very important. So what was it like to have uh, baby number two? Oh. Because you had a little more time, right? I, that was, okay, so it was easy because it wasn't my first rodeo. Yes. I used the same contracting company. I mean, I could have invited them to my Be wedding. Better, That's better pricing? Better pricing, okay, better good. negotiating <laughs> yes. always. Yep. But different legalities, different. I mean, yeah. the inspectors for that building because it's a LEED certified building, mm -hmm. I didn't know it's different from an old building in North Park. Yeah. It's still the struggle, but I was, I mean, mm -hmm. I was used to the bullets. I was used to taking them mm -hmm. during the beginning. Everything felt like it was the end of the world. Yeah. Oh my God, this is free. Yeah. Over there, it's like, okay, I'm just gonna go to sleep tomorrow. They'll figure it out. Yeah. But I still felt much more than before. I still felt where a lot of people would judge me in the aspect of, oh, she, she's just a girl. She looks young and pretty. We just just push this on her, and I would push back and be like, no, mm -hmm. until the actual owner of the contracting company, who I love and respect very much, he came in, and then he was like, so how's your equipment? Because I was getting custom machines made. I was like, it's going well. I just need to finish negotiating a contract. And then he said, and my husband was there, and then he was making fun of me. He's like, oh, so you just you're you're not just a hard ass on us. You also negotiate really hard with other people. Yes, yes, <laughs> that's good. And I was like. And I laughed, I was like, come on, I mean, you have to negotiate, yeah. come on, you have to yeah. negotiate. So I think that I'm here to represent myself, like I, I'm here to represent myself and wherever I put my name on it, I make sure I live, I leave yes. a good mark, but also I'm also here to inspire other women to not be, maybe bullying is not the right word, but to not feel so bullied like in this male dominant world like it's okay to yeah. negotiate and yes. i know the contractor he has a daughter young teenage daughter and i told him like wouldn't you want your daughter to negotiate oh, so once i put it into great. that perspective once <laughs> i put it into that perspective <laughs> yeah. then it makes sense but again one yeah. thing about business yeah. nothing's personal it's business you move on where did you learn that like that's a mature like i that's understand my that mother. okay that's i love your mom is. my mother was like when we would go to nordstrom's and i remember she'd she'd be like i'm not going to be holding your hand i'm not going to put mm -hmm. a leash if you leave my side i will leave you yeah you figure out how to get home yeah so guess what? Tough. I didn't. I didn't want to figure out how to get home alone, so I would mm -hmm. never leave my mother's side. Yeah. Period. Even as a like a teenager, tweens, you know, twelve, no, thirteen, when we're all no. pushing back. No. Good for you. I wanted a Barbie, raise, and if my raise Catholic, and if my mom would say, <laughs> and if my mom would say, no, you don't want it, but and I'd look at her, yeah. then she'd give me that. <laughs> yeah. You knew it was over. So yes, but she she made me how I am today, like yeah. that toughness. And yeah. I think that if she wouldn't have been that tough, I would have had to figure out a ride to get home from Nordstrom's. Yeah, here's, <laughs> here's just good, strong mothers. Yeah, Mexican mothers, yeah. tough. Yeah, no doubt. Okay, biggest business challenge you faced. I'm thinking of something legal, if I read everything correctly. That's fresh. 
That one was a fresh yeah. one because it was yeah. now there are any legal challenges and I feel like it's so easy. Yeah. But that's the most recent one. My trademark was infringed. Mm-hmm. And so I had to back up my trademark and prove to the government that I own this. Look, I use it for this. I use it for this. Yeah. I use it for this. So when I found out that these humans had come to my business mm-hmm. and I found them on my POS with yeah. almost $100 of a purchase, uh-huh. that's where I was just like, screw this. I have yeah. to defend what's mine. They're ripping you off. It is, yeah. So happens every day in business. Happens every day. It had day. never happened to me. So I'm, yeah. I'm meeting all my most challenges right now in mm-hmm. year three. Mm-hmm. So that's where I just contacted my attorney and I was just like, I need to yeah. do something about this yeah. and fast. Yeah. And sent a cease and desist letter explaining everything with the trademark information, the numbers and whatnot. They still didn't care. They yeah. still continued. Yeah. So that that's when I was like, okay, game on. Yeah. So did they open a physical location or were they just selling a, a product? They opened a physical location. So once they came into my business, they opened a physical location five months later, mm-hmm. which takes time to build. So they basically yeah. came into Holy Matcha, yeah. did their homework, took it back, copied it, and added my trademark in their menu with a couple menu items. Yeah. And then expected to get away with it in San Diego, 12 miles away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, this is absurd. And it's also disrespectful. So I was just yeah. like, no, this is not going to go down. So did you sue him? Yes. And? It's taken care of. Congratulations. Thank you. See, I got to tell you, listen, <laughs> as an entrepreneur, like I, I tell people, I don't really think you own a business until you have a lawsuit. Because then you realize like, wait a minute, okay, wait a minute. Like everything I do really matters. HR matters. People matter, right? Like That's y- everyday things until every the day. lawsuit. Yes. The call on my attorney matters yep. because I don't want to be on the call for more than five minutes. Yes. Yes. Because <laughs> then I get the legal yeah. phone. Yeah. Like, ching 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 so, yeah. so I started screenshotting the times that we'd be on the phone. Yes. I mean, and again, I negotiated <laughs> that. Like it took you 45 minutes to read two sentences on yeah. an email. Yeah. So I learned a lot with that. And then I went to court, my first time ever being in court in front of a judge. Yeah. I was like, again, like a little girl, like with my hair, I was trying to, do I look like a little girl? Do I look innocent? Yeah. Went in there, um, we defended our case, ended up settling outside of court because the judge thought, we know this is so stupid so and obvious. Yeah. Let's do this outside. But I learned, I learned a lot. Did you pick up a third location? No. Yeah. No, I, I was like, no, I'll spare you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. Ooh, that's painful. Okay, <laughs> let's go a different direction. Um, how do you now activate your community? Like I was thinking about this. Um, I was reading about, is it Matcha Mornings? Matcha Mornings. So talk, talk about that for a minute. So the way that started, like I said in the beginning, I wanted to feel comfortable speaking English and not that I'm embarrassed to own a matcha cafe, but I wanted to feel mm-hmm. proud mm-hmm. that this is my business. This is my child. Yeah. And so I started going to networking events mm-hmm. and these networking events cost $20 to $45 to go in. Mm-hmm. It's a set time. Yeah. This time to this time with these amount of speakers. And I'd be the type of person like, but I want to hear more from this person yeah. or, oh my God, I wish you could stay here longer. Yeah. I can afford paying that. Luckily. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not that many people can afford that. That's mm-hmm. sometimes like people get, people survive paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. So, let, I mean, let's be real. That's the majority of people. So I thought, something has to happen because I'd love to do that. I don't mind paying, but something has to change. And at that same time, people were asking me a lot of questions about my experience as a business owner, Mm -hmm. just as a person in San Diego. And then that's when I put two and two together. And I was just like, okay, all these people want to know about me. And I don't even know why, but I have this opportunity to explain to them. I have this location where I already pay rent regardless. Yep. What if I just start a little get together free of charge. People just come in, mm-hmm. they can buy a match or they can just sit. Worst thing that they have to do is figure out parking situation Yeah, and just drill me with questions mm-hmm. and I will answer them in front of everybody. And if they have to leave, they have to leave, but I won't have like a set time. Yeah. And so that's kind of like how I got started. And then I thought I can only answer so many questions, but I know I'm not the only female in this in this industry mm-hmm. i'm not mm-hmm. i know i'm not the only one doing a business there's other people doing other things and so that's when i started thinking i'll still keep this safe space i'm just going to start bringing in other female entrepreneurs yes. even if you work a desk job i don't care just bring other females because yeah. you are my people like you are the person that comes into my cafe yeah so 
that's when I started having like monthly speakers. Mm -hmm. And when the first thing every speaker asked me is, okay, how, what should I say? How long do I have to talk? And I was like, you can talk about whatever the hell you want. If you want to talk for four hours, that's on you. If you Mm -hmm. have to leave in two hours, that's on you. Mm -hmm. I just always urge 15, 20 minutes, whatever you want to do. I just urge the speaker, keep time to speak. Mm -hmm. Let people ask you questions. Yeah. Let them ask you questions. And so I do that every month and it started a little community in San Diego and it's called Matcha Mornings. It's always in the mornings. Mm -hmm. People can drink matcha, whatever they want, and just come in hungry and just drill the speaker with questions. How many people show up in a typical Matcha Monday or Matcha matcha Morning? Excuse me. It's like sometimes in the 50s to 70s. Yeah. I had to rent chairs now. That's how crazy it is. Quality problem. Quality problem. But see, like the question I was asking is like, how do you activate your customers? How do you activate your tribe? And and like, I knew that was the answer. Just connecting with them. I mean, yeah. you'd be shocked. Mm-hmm. You know, as a business owner, I understand like, I have to go to this meeting. I have this call. I have to go to this podcast afterwards. You know, my brain's going at a million miles an hour. Yep. My employees, my customers, they don't know that. And, mm-hmm. and they don't care. Not, and they don't care, but they don't know. And it's not fair to them for yeah. me to be like, I'm too busy. This you know, I, they will never give me the benefit of the doubt. So I still have to find some chunk of mm-hmm. my brain to mm-hmm. give some time to them. So I always stop by and I was like, hi, how is everything? What's good? Or I'll tell my manager, hey, please make sure you take good care of them. I have to go. Mm-hmm. So I, for me, it's very important the people that come through my doors because they could have gone through someone else's doors. Yeah. So I cherish that a lot. I like connecting with people, my regulars. If, uh, if someone comes in and they said that they've come in for the last year and I didn't know that. Well, very nice to meet you. My name is Geraldine. Mm-hmm. So I really want people to know yeah. this isn't just a business. This isn't just like, oh my God, a popular Instagram page. Yeah. Yeah, this yeah. is me. This is my sacrifice. This is yeah. my child. Yes. Thank you so much for coming. It's interesting. I was in a conversation with some friends recently. We were talking about um, those of us that did some form of like human service with working at a restaurant. I've, I worked at a grocery store bagging you know, groceries when I was like 15, right? So when you do something like that, you pick up on like, you've got to be good with people. And there's just so many entrepreneurs and so many business people that never learned maybe that side of it. Like a client of mine is, a, she was a bartender in Miami uh-huh. and now she sells homes in New Jersey. And she said like 80% of my skill came from being a bartender. Right. Like, so you, you, you came from accounting so you made that transition. But I know I love going to bars. So I love bartenders. <laughs> <laughs> do you bring do you bring your horchata that's with later. you and say, put vodka in this? <laughs> Tequila. This or is whatever. a twelve thirty podcast. Yes. That's later. Yes. But I know the way I like to be spoken to. Yes. And I ha- yes. you know, I had this idea. And so it was just if no one's gonna teach me, I'll just te- teach myself and immerse yeah. myself yes. and figure it out. Yeah. But I think it's very, very important because my my menu model was like in and out, simple mm-hmm. but amazing. Yeah. And my customer service, the way I interact with customers is like you go come to a bar. Yeah. You don't know what matchas. Here, try this. Or what do you like? Yeah. Kind of like yeah. forget this menu. What are your taste buds? Are you in the mood for something floral, mm-hmm. something yep. spicy? Yeah. You know, that's the way I like talking to people. Yeah. I love it. All right. Totally different direction. Um, uh, the big question I think a lot of entrepreneurs get and, and certainly I see it in the circles of entrepreneurs that I know, we all talk about like, does balance actually exist? Like, is there such a thing? But you know, you're a newlywed, a you got two babies, you know, business babies, we're talking about, you know, uh, you know locations. I do have a cat, he, he counts as well. Yes, okay, so that's, uh, that's three babies then, and four, because you have a husband, Sometimes. right? So, so how do you keep it all together? Like, what's your, what's your time management hack or solution to keep all this stuff going? I, okay, so when I have meetings, I have alerts on my phone. Mm-hmm. Praise for the alerts. Yep, yep. I'm old school, I have an agenda and I write stuff down. Yep. But I've now set a boundary on year three. I've set a boundary yes. where when I'm home, I'm home. Yeah. I don't give into work any longer unless it's an emergency. Yeah. I'm home. But it's always an emergency. That's why they're calling. Emergency, but I've learned how to. Everything felt like an emergency, yeah. but it's no longer. I do everything throughout the day to yes. make sure there are no emergencies in the evenings. Yeah. And so far, it's worked. But to be honest, there's no balance. I can tell you. Yeah. I'll set this. There's always going to be this call, that mm-hmm. email. Yep. I've just learned to adapt to this as my life. 
Yeah. And I think I'm lucky to have married someone that accepts me mm-hmm. for this type of life. Cause yeah. I always joke around. I think that if the tables were turned yeah. and he were in this situation, I don't know if I would be that supportive. Yeah. So when I look at it in that aspect, I'm so grateful for his support. Sure. He doesn't work on the weekends. Friday, Saturdays and Sundays are kind of like my Mondays. Yeah. So I'm always at the exactly. shop from open to close. So he never says a single word. And so I see that and then I give myself a hard time like, oh, I need to be a wife. I need to make him dinner. Yeah. I need to do this. So, and he appreciates it. So again, if I didn't have that support system from my parents or from my husband, it, my life would be much, much tougher. Yeah. But I would still have to figure it out and keep on going. That last little part though is the part that I already really get about you. Like you would have figured it out regardless. I would, I'll figure yeah. it out regardless. Yeah, yeah. You that's just, just you, that's you just, yeah. that's just my blood. That's just how I'm yeah. wired. I'll figure it out. But it is nice when you have a support system. But if it was tough, I mean, my husband knew when he proposed to me, mm-hmm. he was giving me the ring. Yeah. Uh, the first thing I said was, "You do know I own a business. Yeah. You do know, like, I, I'm yeah. married to this. Yes. And You're gonna he, be my second. He just said, like, I'm all in. That's so awesome. It was Hold very on. important for him to understand. I'm all in. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. All in, baby. All in. Okay, so five random questions. You ready? Yes. First of all, the t-shirt, I'm only famous in my head. <laughs> what? Because the defendant's attorney mm-hmm. from the, the lawsuit, lawsuit yep. was going at, Holy Much only has 42,000 followers on Instagram. Mind you, those are organic followers. I don't buy followers, yeah. but thank you. And CNU has over 4 million people that live there. Holy Mancha is nothing. The owner, she's just, she needs to register for insanity. She's just famous in her head. Yeah. And I'm sitting there, am, am I allowed to object? I was like, the judge is going to kill me. Yeah. So that's where I was just like, okay. And they also said that my second location was not pink. Yeah. So that's oh. why I Got also it. made the shirts pink and said, in my yeah, head, yeah. I'm famous. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Okay. Everyone's a little famous in their head. Let's be of real. Of course. Of course. Um, do you have a favorite quote? Whatever it takes. I love it. Do you read books? I've read The Alchemist. Okay, well, that's good. I was going to ask you just, do you, have a, do you have a favorite book? I'm always curious. <laughs> I love The Alchemist. Do you have I'm, a favorite podcast? I mean, besides mine, besides yours. I've I've heard. Besides Brenda's. I love Brenda's podcast. Yes, yes. I love Brenda's podcast. I need to dwell, uh, I need to dwell more of my time into podcast. I'm... When I'm in the car, I yeah. listen to music. I love music. Music fuels my soul. So if I'm yeah. going to a meeting or something, Kay. I need to put in good tunes. Okay. What's your superpower? I'm Mexican. I love that. Or, or should I say my mother? Yeah. <laughs> I think it might Remember, be your mother. I did yes. not leave her side, so I did not walk yes. home from Nordstrom. Yes. Yes. She was your superpower. Okay. Um, can we drink this? Absolutely. Give it a good shake. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Hold on. Let me the good news is if I spill this on blue, it probably won't matter either. It should either. say shake well, yes. Okay. My last question was, who makes the best horchata? Oh, me. I'm the only one that makes the horchata. Mm. I don't know. I saw on your Instagram story that there was someone that was making horchata that did not taste like horchata. No, it was another. Let's not talk about that company publicly. But it yes. was another. No, it was another company that's selling mm. at Whole Foods that says horchata. Mm-hmm. But I checked the ingredients. There's there's not one single ingredient that was an, actually of an horchata. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. tried it and it tasted. My husband. You have a better. You have horchata. I, horchata. I, I, I had like horchata. Horchata. <laughs> and I take a lot of pride because I make the rice milk and I hate making this rice milk, yeah. but it's my grandmother's recipe yeah. and it's turned out to be one of my best selling drinks. And this now, is awesome. now that I'm going to start bottling and mm-hmm. selling to stores, yeah, completely other monster. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this I is had really to, good. I had to start with. The horchata. Yes. Okay. Can I steal that one too? Don't. I, no, they're no. both yours. I'm good. I'm going to give that one to my wife. It's going to make her very happy. So, is there like caffeine in this? Yes. Mm. Six grams of pure I feel, matcha. I feel bad for my next meeting. Hey. Okay. <laughs> let's go. You need to chug. It'll slowly go into your bloodstream. Okay. Good. 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 All right. I like it. Hey. So this has been really fun. I can. I can keep going. I. Okay. So let's tell do me. Ten questions. Uh, tell me about what you're doing with uh with UCSD. I'm an entrepreneur in residence. Mm-hmm. They saw my Forbes article mm-hmm. and they just want me to mentor and give some classes and hold office hours for their MBA yeah. p- 
program at yeah. Grady School of Management. Yeah. And at first, I, I gave it a second look again. It's like I'm traumatized. Like, am I reading this email correctly? Yeah. You want me? Yeah. Me? Yeah. This shrimp to talk to MBA students? Like, are you? Yeah, because you're had, doing I, what it is that they're trying to learn how to do. I was so just absolutely. Like, what? Yeah. I was like, are you guys sure? And I was freaking out like, you guys don't understand. Like, I don't have time to go up here. They're like, no, we want you. We yeah. want diversity because a lot of, I was like, UCSD does all robotics or yes, pharmaceuticals, yes, yes. but they're getting a lot of people that are going into markets mm -hmm. and they want more client consumer base. Yep. They're like, what you're doing here in San Diego is amazing. So it was just, I don't expect that type of recognition. Yeah. And when I do, it, it humbles me. And it kind of like, it's kind of like I stumbled a little bit. Like, yeah. are you yeah. kidding? Like, yeah. I'm just, I'm just selling and doing something that I love and I love matcha. Yeah. And so, and I always joke around and I, but I mean it behind that joke is take away all the pink, take away everything. Mm -hmm. Give me like a little cardboard box. I don't mm -hmm. care. Or on my lap, give me a bowl, whatever you want. And I will still talk marvelous, beautiful things about this product and yeah. matcha. Yeah. And I will still prepare it traditionally. I will always love it. The whole pink fluff Instagram, yeah, 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 yeah. that's just Branding and storytelling. Yeah. But I love matcha. Yeah. I love matcha and it's always crazy when people say like, you should open one in Orange County, you should open mm -hmm. one over here. And at first, again, it comes from being sure. a self-awareness on my end. At first I'd be like, oh my God, no, like you need to come down here. But somebody supports my business and likes my product mm -hmm. so much that they wish they had one over here. Like mm -hmm. Geraldine, don't you understand this? So now I reach out to them. I'm like, thank you so much yeah. for saying that. You have no idea how much that means to me. Thank you. And I don't know. I might be able to do it. I don't know. I just like going at my pace. Yeah. But Hashtag I love matcha. I love matcha. I got it. I got it. Okay. So I'm not sure. Um, I mean, I have like 800 other questions. We could probably go for five hours, except your team and my team are both getting dings. <laughs> so, so they should follow you. Yes. Right? At, hol at Holy Matcha. Holy Matcha. Okay. And if they've got an entrepreneurial question, can they email you? Yes. What's your email? Geraldine at HolyMachaSD.com. Love it. SD, which means soon there'll be an OC and an LA and a Phoenix. You just wait. I the husband's know. pushing for it. His if you're raising from capital, this area. If you're raising capital, I know some people. We'd all be interested. 2020 is a big year. Yes. We'll see. Yes. Yes. Hey, this has been very fun. Thank you so much. And thank you for the Absolutely. matcha. No, no. The horacha. Horchata. We cannot, uh, until we see, get horchata. We oh, my God. Okay. We get horchata. Or, horchata. 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 There we go. Yes. They're going to start buying tacos. See, if I drink you. a little tequila before, then my espanol becomes That's slightly better. That's what I better. thought of doing yes. before I came yes. here. But I was like, no, this is business. I can't. Uh, so I had what tea. do you mean? We like uh, Tristan and I interviewed my partner of a tequila and bourbon company. Yes, you can. Maybe not good at twelve thirty right now, but yes. All right. So thank you. I appreciate it. And Taylor, thank you so much for making this happen. And Gerald, uh, Geraldine, Brenda is really the cause of this whole thing. So Brenda, thank, thank you, thank you. you, thank you. All right, all right, guys. Hey, follower, check her out. If you go down to San Diego, you know where to get your matcha. We're out. If you want more information about this episode, including my show notes, mentions, links, and everything else, make sure you visit tomferry.com slash podcast. That's tomferry.com slash podcast. Thanks again and talk to you soon.